We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app now if you listen closely you can hear john hancock crying in the background (laughs) yeah I, i have to tell you I've had I've had nightmares of going to a concert and leaving without having seen the show. Yeah, and you lived it. I did. I lived it. Uh, Elton John. I that was Yellow Brick Road, I believe. I I didn't hear that the other night. No, this is funeral for a friend. Oh, I didn't hear that either. Takes a little takes a little far, but you know that's how we feel yeah. for you, buddy. Yeah. Thanks, pal. Yeah, you bet, Michael Kelly. Uh, did you get to go to the show? No, I didn't go to the Elton John show, but uh, I have lived it uh, for three years with my buddy. Who, uh, well, he didn't get to go either. So, yeah. Uh, oh, I was years, there. He's been trying to go. He was there. He just <laughs> didn't have a chance to watch the show. So I saw two songs. Yeah, and one you didn't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh well, you know, you could say you were there. You don't even have <laughs> yeah, a ticket stub these days, do you? Did you use? I've got the uh, printed out piece oh, okay. of paper on my black and white printer. <laughs> I don't know if you would have put it up or if you want to uh, to burn that and forget about yeah, no. it. Anyway. I might have to get a bird. All right. Well, let's talk about something a little more serious, shall we? Yeah. A little more lighthearted, maybe. Let's talk about the jobs numbers. They came out the other day, and they look great. Uh, non-farm payrolls expand by 431,000. Unemployment rate drops to 3.6%. But the question, is the economy overheating? John Hancock, should we be concerned? Some economists are saying uh, it could be. Well, I think there's a couple of things. A, this is good news, obviously. People are working. If you want a job, you can find a job. That's all very positive. Uh, But I think there are signs in the economy that we don't have enough people to fill the needs that we have to produce things. And that has a supply side uh, impact, which is part of what's driving inflation right now. A lot of things driving inflation, but I think the inflation is the single biggest thing that we're dealing with in the country. And I don't see, uh, any kind of positive signs on the horizon there. Michael, could president Biden be doing more to tame that inflation that is concerning? Well, it's a couple of decade long problem that he's having to deal with the consequences of. And, uh, I believe the fed and uh, the president to doing what he can to try to stop inflation. But look, this is a product of nearly two decades of using every uh, economic tool we have um, to try to prop this economy up, and it's time to pay the piper. 
You know, it seems to me that everything we do today is really short-sighted. You know, CEOs are only worried about the next quarter so that they can get their bonuses and keep their job. Politicians are only worried about the next election so they can keep their job. Nobody really looks down the road as to how what we're doing today is going to, going to affect us in five or ten years. Is that kind of what you're seeing, Michael? Well, that's exactly what's happening. I mean, we've had quantitative easing. We put a bunch of money into the economy. We did tax cuts, none of which... Uh, were paid for, and uh, now we're going to reap the consequences of it. And it's unfortunate, but uh, hopefully it won't be too long, and hopefully the president will be able to find some way to soften the blow. Now, one thing the president is doing to try to lower gas prices is releasing more oil from these strategic reserves and pressuring oil companies to produce more. John, are those good tactics? I think it's very short term. A million barrels a day, I think, is what they're doing out of the strategic uh, reserve. Uh, Keystone would be producing eight hundred and fifty uh, million, uh, uh, eight hundred fifty thousand barrels a day uh, if it would be built. It wouldn't be built yet, but uh, they'd be well on their way at this point. Um, in terms of incenting oil companies to to drill more, I mean that would p- potentially help. But I think, you know, the, the bigger the bigger thing, not just as it relates to oil, but, you know, we had in place in the budget some time ago, these automatic sequesters so that it, it, it kept government spending from growing too much. And those were put in place. It was a bipartisan deal and they were working. And Congress, in its infinite wisdom, decided to take those sequesters off the table. And the federal budget's been spiraling ever since under the combination of Obama, Trump, and now and Biden. And I think, you know, you talk about looking long-term, that government spending, I think, long-term is the answer to much of what we're, we're dealing with now. And they put that in place basically because they couldn't do it themselves. So they yeah, set up an right, automatic right. system to force them to do that. Michael, would you like to see that reinstated? Is that a good plan? Oh, I don't know if it's a good plan or not. I mean, it worked in the past because these are uh, folks who are addicted to the drug, um, and it was a way to try to bring in some stability. Uh, Whether or not uh, sequesters are the long-term answer here, who knows? I mean, the reality is we have to start to try to figure out a way to live within our means, but coming out of a pandemic and potentially the start of World War III, it's going to be tough to do. And the uh, president also talking about, uh, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. So let's move on to something else. Let's move on to a new poll in the Senate race in Missouri. Vicki Hartzler has the lead in the latest poll. Eric Greitens is about a half point back. Then you have Eric Schmidt, who trails by just a little bit more than the margin of error. But what's interesting is 16% are undecided in this poll. John Hancock, what is it going to take for which candidate do you think will tap into that 16% and and move ahead and actually win this thing? What's going to take for someone to do that? Well, nobody knows. And, and really, the external campaigns haven't really begun yet. There's just a little splattering of advertising that we're seeing now. But when you get into June and July, you're going to be seeing a much more active and visible campaign from all of these candidates. And that's you know, the, the campaigns matter, how you run them. And that's going to determine, I think, who, who comes out on top of this thing. And 
but I don't think I certainly don't know at this point what's going to happen. What's interesting to me, Michael, is that it seems like Eric Reitens has his 22 percent, 23 percent, whatever it is. Eric Schmidt has his 21, 22 percent. And those are pretty much locked in. And so that 16 percent hasn't gone for either of the Eric's yet. So where do you think what's it going to take to move that to to one of these camps? Well, as John stated, I mean, we haven't really started seeing the start of the campaign season. It should be uh, getting started here shortly. Um, but at the end of the day, I think the biggest discriminator may be in a seven-way primary, maybe for Vicki Hartzler being the only female on the ballot. And I think that she may reap some of the uh, benefits of that. I remember what I was going to ask about. The billionaire tax. We're talking about trying yeah. to, uh, you know, to build up uh, a little bit of federal money and, and keep things under control there. Uh, Michael, what do you think about a proposal to uh, raise taxes on the billionaires in this country? Well, it only makes sense. They're not paying their fair share. Um, you know, look, if, if, if every American out there were paying X percent of their dollars that they make in taxes, we wouldn't have a lot of the uh, troubles that we have. But unfortunately... Uh, the richer you are, the more uh, ways that you can find loopholes to avoid paying. And uh, this proposal seems to me to be smart and prudent, efficient, and hopefully will be successful. Is it smart, prudent, and efficient, John? No. Um, you know, it's a very populist idea. You're not going to generate that much revenue, certainly not going to have any kind of meaningful impact on our federal deficit. Um if you want less of something, you tax it. And so if you want fewer billionaires, then, then tax them. They'll find wealthy people can find ways to shield their income uh, offshore and so forth. And, and what happens uh, when, when you start taking that capital and, and taking it out of the United States of America, it is less beneficial to the country's economy overall. So I don't think this is a prudent step. I think it's a popular idea, but I, you know, I'm not a fan. All right, John Hancock, Michael Kelly, as always, thanks for your help on this Sunday morning. Appreciate your insight. You betcha. Hancock see you later, Kelly. I'll see you, and let's get ready for opening day. Thursday's going to be a blast. Yeah, I know we're hey looking now. forward to that. Hey we really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.